0: Welcome to Twenty Minutes with Joelle and Stephen Gibson. This is your host, Joelle
1: and Stephen
0: Gibson. Gibson. Joelle, how's it going?
1: It's going really good. I'm. I've had a really good week. How about you?
0: Good. Good. Colonoscopy went well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My Pap smear went really well.
0: Mm. Um. My doctor said he'd never seen a colon as colony as mine.
1: Well, my doctor said that my cervix was ripe for the picking. my my midwives and my doctor have actually said that i have a really great cervix
0: great great great.
1: something i take pride in
0: Wow, you should get that on a mug
1: i should you should make it for me
0: no i'm joking
1: (laughs) it's the most awkward intro we've ever done
0: we'll try and top it next week
1: okay I'm game.
0: Anyway, um, how, how's it going? Your week? You uh, this week? You started a new podcast.
1: I'm not cheating on you by starting a new podcast. Um, I was sick of you, and I wanted to do something on my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, wow, wow.
1: they actually have that sound in Anchor. We could add it. In. Um, but yeah, I started a new podcast. It's called "What's Your Story" with Joelle Gibson. And my first guest is guess guess who?
0: Well, I know who it is. Who is it? It's me.
1: I just figured we started off solid. Good story. It's definitely a more serious podcast. I know that we have serious conversations on this podcast, but this is more for fun.
0: Our podcast is yeah. more for fun. This is more
1: for fun. Yeah, is- it's
0: got zany sounds like boy, 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 boy.
1: and colonoscopy mentions and awkward banter. Yeah. But my new podcast, um, it is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and hopefully soon Apple Podcasts. Yeah.
0: If you're listening to this, you probably have direct contact with Joelle. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you already know
1: Um,
0: and have been interviewed.
1: (laughs) Great, because I have been interviewed are you saying that only Lisa and Jenny? <laughs>
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway. So, let's talk pop culture, movies, TV, video games, no, shows. That's TV. Books, literature. But not pamphlets. I don't do pamphlets and I never will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about magazines? Sometimes. Newspapers? Only Cosmo. Novellas.
0: Mm.
1: Short stories.
0: If they're about weird ships, yeah.
1: Poems?
0: Um, Only if they're called palms. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, Joelle watched a couple episodes of Superstore.
1: I think it's right up my alley and just, it's very funny.
0: It is very funny. It's no it's not a parks and rec for me, but I do find it like just a tier below, to yeah. be honest. Uh you know, whereas parks and Rec is like an A plus. This one I think it's like a B plus. Yeah. And you know, you haven't gotten to the end of each season, but each season does have like a pretty dramatic like significant ending for a sitcom, I find. Um, so I finished season two, now I'm on season three and uh, i'm still really liking it it's good
1: i liked it right away i'm intrigued with the characters i want to get to know them better i'm excited for character development there's a lot of silly humor which i love um i just think it's good yeah it's good it's lisa good. said that the uh, mexican salsa episode is really funny
0: uh, yeah they're all funny so <laughs> whatever I mean, I didn't realize Lisa really liked racial jokes like that, but i that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on, I finished Tenet.
1: Oh, you did? I did. Oh, that's right. I saw your uh, review. on.
0: Yeah. Well, you're about to hear it, so buckle up. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I thought the action was great. Did I understand it? Uh, no, but... It's it's like a like it's a very Nolan film, but like this is a, the most extreme he's ever been. I will never watch it again. Um, it's not a show where like you know like I hope one day Jesse's old enough I can show him and he can understand it. It's like man nah. right. like, like an, I did with the the Inception. Inception, yeah.
1: Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I was nervous at first when we you, started you only
0: watched it. a teeny tiny bitty.
1: Yeah, but you said if you're not into it in first 15 minutes, we'll turn it off. And I never told you to turn it off.
0: <laughs> okay. It's it
1: definitely hard to follow. And certainly not, I don't think I was the target market for the movie, but right. I still found it interesting. I wanted to see what happened and how it developed and how it ended. I think my dad probably would like it.
0: Mm, I don't, I think there are things that anyone can enjoy. The action is cool and it's fun to try and figure it out. But in the end you're like, I don't think I got it.
1: I don't like movies like that. I want to be able to feel satisfied. I mean, I don't mind walking away from a movie and needing to think about it more and trying to understand it. I don't mind that. But if I'm left like, what? I don't get it. That's not entertaining for me and enjoyable.
0: Well, let me say this. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie, to be perfectly honest. Other people said the acting was bad, especially the main character. I don't agree. Oh. Um,
1: Like the main guy that we start with? Yeah. The
0: Washington boy. No, I don't know what that comment's about. But anyway, I don't think there's anything wrong with the film. And I'm I'm happy that Nolan could make, you know, the film he wanted to make. I think he did it probably perfectly. It's just hard to follow. But that's not the movie's fault. That's our fault our lack of understanding. And I'm oh, sure you could argue the other way that like it is your the movie's fault that it wasn't presented in a way that we could understand. But the subject matter itself is just inherently confusing because it's about time manipulation. And that's just
1: that's confusing that in
0: <laughs> to begin with. You know? Uh
1: can I interrupt and say I think the best time manipulation storyline ever in any movie is
0: Harry Potter? Yes. Mm.
1: I love it.
0: I'm going to disagree.
1: What but, do you think the best
0: one is? Well, I'm going to say Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Actually, I take my mind. It's Edge of Tomorrow.
0: But like, uh, honestly, any of them, I, I just really enjoy. I love
1: it. So. I watched About Time. No, I told you, and I told you, and I told you to watch that movie. Download it and watch it this week. It's so good.
0: I'm definitely gonna do that.
1: Y- you will actually really like it.
0: I-, I totally will. Yep.
1: Do you? Are you saying that sarcastically? <laughs>
0: Not sarcastically, but a little sarcastically. Yes. Uh, if I remember, I'll do it. I'll do it. Anyway, I was gonna say about seeing for me, Inception is the right level. Like it is still very intellectual the subject matter but not too hard to understand anyway i just think time travel can be confusing i don't know anyway moving on we watch wandavision yes i didn't mean to say that like kirk i was trying to figure you out what the heck watched. i was saying WandaVision. <laughs> we watched the four episodes um, i love it oh okay
1: I, I love it. I think the acting is amazing. I think um, Elizabeth Olson is just so charming and sweet. She it. And yeah, totally killed it. She's a great actress emotionally. Um, oh, I just love it. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Okay, cool. Cool, cool.
1: It's everything that I love. I love the 1950s and 60s and 70s. Um, you know, one of my favorite shows is Mad Men. So I love anything that captures the essence of that era. And I love, you know, that they can poke fun at like some of the things, Yeah. you know, like, oh, the doctor making yes. those sexist comments and stuff. I, it's funny.
0: We're not going to say any spoilers. No. Um, I am so impressed that that show got greenlit because imagine the pitch of that show is just like the... Execs being like, uh what?
1: <laughs> it's beautiful. It'll do well. <laughs> I
0: I just know like the person who's making it can basically write their own checks. So it's just like, uh, okay, if you think it's gonna do good. <laughs> yeah. No, but like great. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I've heard that you know, some people suggest starting on episode four, because that's more yes. like mainstream. A lot of people are like, the show's too slow and like uh, you know, I don't, it's too slow. Well,
1: entertainment, like TV and movies, is it has to be directed. You know, they watch it to sort of tune out the world and they just want to be entertained. They don't want to think about things. But, but I
0: still find it weird because the first three episodes are very entertaining. Yeah. But another, I read this article that's complaining about people complaining about it. And like, you guys forgot how to watch TV. Like yes, exactly. Yeah, they're building something up here and i'm sorry it doesn't happen immediately <laughs> you know like i think people are used to the netflix like i can watch everything the whole season right away so you have all the context that same day whereas like this is over a couple of months right two months but i like the approach because it lets us have these water cooler moments every week of like the, yeah the same thing with mandalorian People okay. complain the same way about Mandalorian. Like, what was the point of this episode? Like, it didn't move the plot along. It's like okay, you, <laughs> idiot. It will all tie in eventually. <laughs> and wait
1: for next week. It's like when people complain about Lost. It's like, well, if you took the time to watch it all, and
0: I know it's like the season doesn't make any sense.
1: Show and that there's deeper meaning, and I mean, not even deeper meaning. Like it's explained very clearly. Like with the ending, people are like, oh, I didn't watch the last season. OK, well, then you can't say you didn't. <laughs>
0: That's go But there are people who did and still don't think it makes sense. And
1: they were dead the whole time like, oh, nope. yeah.
0: <laughs> They're just anyone who says that, I'm like, you did not watch it. You're just reading what you're just saying what you read on the idiot.
1: Internet. Yeah.
0: You're an idiot.
1: will talk to you again.
0: Yeah. Lisa, <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> anyone else that i know that listens to this jenny i found out that one of my friends actually listens oh, yeah. every probably he's only listened to probably like one or two but that's exciting he has his own podcast and i was talking i was like you probably don't know but i do my own podcast he's like actually i listen to it every now and then i was like oh. <laughs> cool yeah
1: oh my goodness so here's a fun fact i was talking to this girl from church and she we were talking about TV shows, and I was like, "What are some of your favorite TV shows?" And she's like, "Well, I think like my two top would be the office and community." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my husband and I used to judge people on whether or not they found community funny.
0: That's true. I still do. Yeah. A- Jenny
1: said that she didn't think it was that funny, and we're like, "Oh,
0: yeah, that's cat okay. low." Low respect for Jenny, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on now. Okay. We're gonna talk about uh, our special segment called Stephen Does the Stock Market. It's not a sexual <laughs> thing; it's a research thing. So, uh, if you have been living under a rock, you wouldn't know about the GameStop stock. Game GameStop stock.
1: GameStop stock stop. Stop. Stop
0: has been this big thing so i spent the last week and a bit doing as much research as i could some nights staying up until like five in the morning oh and trying to learn as much as i could about
1: so when you said oh i'm just gonna sleep downstairs what you meant is i'm gonna stay up (laughs) researching stocks until 5 a.m
0: i mean i that wasn't my intention but i i just kept going um Anyway, I feel I have a pretty good grasp about the situation. Um the Reddit is the Reddit where this all took place is uh Wall Street Bets. And what it was before this was just people just making bets on Wall Street, like it was for dumb people. They specifically called themselves autistic retards.
1: Censor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well uh anyway they call themselves that yeah and i'm still trying to figure out the history of that but the the idea is that they make really stupid decisions and they make bets on the market anyway this one guy whose username is deep effing value oh, his real name is keith i think anyway He noticed this kind of anomaly in the stock market. So there's this thing called shorting, which is basically companies bet against or hedge funds bet against a company. They think this company is going to do bad. So they do this thing called shorting where they kind of drive down the price of the, what they do is they buy a bunch of the stock. Then they actively try and lower the value of that stock after they They buy it and they sell it, I think, right away. And then they try and drive down the price of the stock as much as possible because they didn't actually buy it. They borrowed it. And when they give it back, they have to give it back at market value, not the value they bought it at. So when they drive down the price of this failing company's stock to as low as possible, and GME had gone pretty pretty low, probably like dollars. They make a ton of money, like billions of dollars doing this. Because when it's time to give what they borrowed back, they've driven the price down to nothing. And they had overstepped, I think, maybe more than any other time in the market. They bought, I don't even, I'm not, I don't think I understand how it's possible, but they bought 140%. They shorted 140%. So more than more stocks than even existed. There's a reason why they can do that. I don't fully understand it. It may actually be illegal. I'm not sure. It's fishy anyway. Mm-hmm. So they had massively shorted this stock and this guy noticed. And he posted on Wall Street Bets. He was like a regular there. And everyone's like, you're an idiot. Like he put in $53,000 on GameStop. Cause he's like, when it comes time for them to buy it back I guarantee, you know, a squeeze is gonna happen. And a squeeze is basically when the price shoots up. And at this point, this guy has is a millionaire now. He took fifty-three thousand dollars. He's a millionaire. He might become a billionaire from this. Uh over the course of a year. But no one believed him at first. And now, you know, steam picked up and now it's this big thing where it's not just about making money, it's about screwing Wall Street because they overplayed their hand so hard that they are uh, screwed because everyone now knows about it. the The way they're screwed is because no matter how high the price goes, and it can go from a dollar a share to ten thousand dollars, most people on the Reddit want to to be sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. Sixty nine four twenty.
1: Oh, okay. good.
0: <laughs> the sub is full of morons right. with a ton of money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And they basically just use emojis to communicate with each other. (laughs) It's so weird. It's so weird. Anyway, they always make jokes about their wives, boyfriends. Uh, (laughs) There's just weird stuff. Anyway. So um, the analogy that I like that I'm going to use to explain this um, so you can kind of understand. It's It's the monkey and the snake. That's always going around on the Reddit. So I'm going to use it too. So a monkey has 10 bananas and bananas cost $2 each snake comes along and he thinks, you know what? I've been watching the market. People are getting tired of bananas. Bananas are in two weeks are only going to be 50 cents. So I'm going to be like, Hey monkey, can I borrow your bananas? I'll give them back to you uh, in two weeks and I'll pay you $2 for them just to borrow them for right now. And I'll give you back them whatever their value is, you know, in two weeks. And what happens is um, the snake immediately sells them for 20 bucks, right? And then in two weeks, he just buys new bananas from someone else. Because now bananas are only 50 cents and he gives the bananas back. What's happening with the GameStock thing is the bananas, instead of being worth 50 cents, um, are worth $400 right now. So... The the snake has to give the bananas back. He's made that deal. It's legally binding. So the thing with the GameStop stop, stock is that these hedge funds, and I think a couple other players, have to give back the stock, the shares, at whatever the market value is at a certain point.
1: Yeah, it's at $400, and right. they probably bought the shares for like,
0: much, much less. Yeah. And there's technically no limit to what they have to buy back at. It could be, uh, the stock price could go up to 60,000 this week. It's definitely probably going to hit one K it could hit 10 K 20 K because there's so much pressure on it now, which is this what's referred to as the squeeze and that they've already lost i think 70 50 or 70 billion dollars like this could bankrupt a, a lot of hedge funds because it's not just melvin capitals the main player but there's a bunch of other players and so what's happening is people are seeing this as an opportunity to screw wall street over and it's actually so bad that it could um there, there aren't any I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's really bad for wall street right now that they're actively doing illegal things. They're um, they try and make it seem like people are trading to trick the algorithms to make it look like the stock price is limiting or or plummeting. So that people like, Oh no, it's going down. Sell, 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 but it's just like a scare tactic. So they have all these different things they're doing. They're going on CNBC and other news outlets and publications. They're, they're, um putting bots on the reddit to like say like hey, you should buy this stock it's gonna be the next gme so that everyone gets out a gme or at least some right because like what however much they can lower the price is the better because they have to pay this money so everyone's kind of looking at it as like a screw wall street moment yeah. as well as make a bunch of money um so it's been it's been interesting
1: and like um i thought it was uh impressive not impressive but Interesting at least that Kevin O'Leary who's one of these men that is an incredible businessman but also known for like being a Wall Street guy kind of Would you consider him a Wall Street guy? I'm
0: sure he he's a Wall Street guy.
1: But he went on um was it CNN Did you watch it?
0: I no, I didn't watch it.
1: Oh. I didn't watch it fully, but he was basically saying like, this is good that the people are doing that. And like, he wants that to happen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> which people, is like strange when you think about it.
0: Yeah. People were saying like, imagine, you know, what really United us was, you know, this in 2020 was,
1: Kevin O'Leary,
0: <laughs> not Kevin O'Leary was, you know, this wall street thing. And, um, even like Donald Trump Jr was like this is clearly market manipulation along with AOC and all these other people like people are like how crazy is it in 2021 that like AOC and Donald Trump Jr are like united on this <laughs> issue um but i did want to talk about some you know aside from the money and screwing over wall street there's some really nice touching things because what's happened is it's become a community now the subreddit went from like i think Two hundred fifty thousand users to 7 million <laughs> i heard that people were like calling in gamestop and they're like how can i get shares from you and they're like this is a gamestop we don't sell stocks here <laughs> and for canadians gamestop is eb games
1: that's what i was gonna say i'm like i don't know what it
0: is yeah it's eb games um you know but there's a lot of nostalgia for a lot of us like even though gamestop does suck right now in the past that's where you got your games from that we didn't have digital downloads and stuff so you have all these fond memories when you're a kid i know i do and uh the former i think the former president of nintendo for north america is now the president of gamestop and he's like here's how we're changing everything to like make it cool again um anyway but other parts of it are like you know people saying like i'm take it took some of my gains i went to gamestop I bought all the Nintendo Switches and I donated them to the children's hospital for free. Is that true? Those are all true. And people are buying like billboards on Times Square of like buy GameStop stock and one person uh, over the – because there's these trading apps you can use. In Canada, it's Wealthsimple. The equivalent in the States is Robinhood. Uh, which is ironic because they're doing the exact opposite right now of Robin hood because they're trying to screw over the users. Cause they're actually owned by wall street. Anyway, some guy after they were doing the market manipulation stuff, like not letting people buy the stocks, which is against the free market. Um, some guy hired a plane banner to fly over their headquarters that said, suck my, <laughs> just circle around. That was funny. Anyway, the other nice things are, like, just people donating parts of their gains to, like, children's hospitals. Uh, Another sweet thing I saw was just someone being, like, you know, this past year, Corona, I've been horribly depressed. I have no money, but, like, um, you know, like, coming here into this community, being able to, like, be a part of this and feel like, you know, I can contribute to something, you know, with my measly 400 bucks or whatever and – uh. You know, there's just a lot of these things of like people, you know, feeling welcome. Plus it, it is a nice community. There's some mean people in there. Like the old people don't really care much for the new people who are just kind of in it for the memes, but there are still a lot of welcoming people. So it's it's cool. There's a lot of heartwarming stories and it's really interesting. It'll probably never happen again. This is like a once, this is like a historic moment in the stock market, just like the stock market crash back in the day. Of like
1: it's not gonna happen again because the people who like the Wall Street people are not gonna let it happen again.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting this week how they manipulate things to not blow up the stock market. Um
1: when is like the payout? Like when will people get their
0: so what happens is the squeeze, which is when the companies start trying to cover their shorts, buying back the bananas to give back that they borrowed and the squeeze as far as I understand it takes a couple of days because of how over shorted it is it's not going to be like an instantaneous thing it'll take a few days um and I'm it, it's hard to tell exactly what's going to happen probably sometime this week mm. and <clears throat> but you'll know it because of price will start skyrocketing right now it's going to be a roller coaster this whole week and it has been last week it's going to go from like 500 to 200 to like 700 800 900 and then back down and then they're going to probably i heard one particular tactic was they're just gonna let it go up super high and then just like crash it super low so everyone gets like freaked out and then like they're just trying to scare people away from as much as possible but Um,
1: I mean, whenever you, you know, buy stocks and stuff, it's always a gamble anyway. So I think it's whether or not like it pans out the way people had hoped. I think it's still cool to be part of this.
0: There's a lot of people who are totally fine losing everything just to screw over Wall Street. Um, and there's like these memes going on where, (laughs) Do you know the scene in I Am Legend with Will Smith at the very end? Maybe you don't. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, the zombies finally break into the lab when they had just discovered, like, the cure from Will Smith's blood. And there's not enough time for, like, well, there actually is. But in the movie, they make it seem like there's not enough time for him and the people he's protecting to get out. So he, like, closes the – shuts the thing behind him and he faces the zombies. But the way they – do the meme is like the people going into the the exit are like the the sellers like yes. the people who sell the stock and don't hold it and then there's like the diamond hands who are like the ones willing to sacrifice themselves and then they go and it's funny you all the memes anyway the point is like some people are going to sell out but there's a whole lot of people who are just going to hold it as long as possible and it's really interesting like it's like this war with wall street and um yeah, it's like this weird financial warfare that's going on right now. And uh
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna buy a stock tomorrow. It takes three days to transfer into your account, which is why I didn't buy it sooner. I was waiting, like I knew at the beginning of the week it was probably good. It was 150. I was like, I just want to do a little more research before I go in. Yeah. But then I didn't realize at the time it would take three days. So I was like, oh, okay, this is good. I want to get it now. And then it's like, oh, I have to wait three more days. And then they don't process on the weekend. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. <laughs> So I do own some BlackBerry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Nokia, and AMC. That's the American theater equivalent of Cineplex. BlackBerry is a really good long-term uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Probably buy more BlackBerry.
1: This miss BlackBerry, like my BlackBerry phone. We were talking about this today. I mean, obviously, you couldn't really watch movies or anything on it, but...
0: It was a good phone, phone, I guess.
1: Yeah. If I ever went, like, without, uh, if I ever had to switch again, I would get a BlackBerry.
0: Yeah. But I don't think you'll ever be able to. Mm-hmm. But the other interesting thing is this whole thing has actually saved AMC from bankruptcy. And... Um, like these other companies like people think it's funny but like it actually did make a difference like amc you know because of the coronavirus was about to go under and all these movies are now coming out digitally right yeah. and like they made some deals of like you know it releases in theaters and at home i actually don't prefer that but i i do miss the theater
1: i do too i was thinking about this the other day
0: i don't miss how much just keep going Sorry, our thing cut out. Um anyway.
1: Did it just cut out?
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> no, it it probably missed maybe 30 seconds or something. No. Anyway, that's the stock market. Diamond hands, hold, don't sell, buy GME, buy Blackberry, AMC, Nokia.
1: And listen to what's your story with Joel Gibson.
0: Yeah. But if anyone actually is curious, I really I bet you Graham has some GME stock. I'd be surprised if he didn't.
1: You should message him up. Well, I'm going to be talking to Jenny to record the rest of the podcast, so I'll uh, ask her. Maybe. Today? Yeah, today, yeah. right after this. All right.
0: Well, if anyone wants any advice, I've learned a lot. But I'm not really a financial advisor. Yes,
1: and he can't be held responsible for any.
0: You got to be willing to lose some money. But if you want to get in on the memes. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode.
1: Stay safe out there and we love you.